First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Welcome back to Insanely Chill, everyone. Thanks for joining us. As always, make sure to follow the socials. But the the clips have been murdering. We're doing pretty well. You're I doing well in the clips. Anything, but we're doing pretty well. You're killing it. Well, it's we got a good team behind us. Yeah. I'll say that. Great clips. Yeah. Um, and James, too. James, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Insanely Chill Pod. Insanely Chill Pod. TikTok, Instagram, everything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also... Four weeks left before my race, which means we have four. Four. Look at this little spider. Whoa. The fuck, we're here. On the desk. My little fucker. Cody's not scared. I mean, look at how could I be scared of that? I know, but you don't like spiders. Kill it. That's a no. I'm not gonna kill it. Okay, remove it. Here. Point. No, oh, no, no, no. point. Oh. <laughs> it hit Zach. What are you doing? Oh, I see it is struggling. I kind of wish I didn't do that. You That's on you. Asking a few questions. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so four weeks left to raise another nineteen thousand dollars for after-school all-stars, which Let's I know go. we can do. It's a wonderful charity. Um, so if you want to do that, go to my Cody Trains channel. Just search Cody Trains on YouTube and go to any of the videos, click them, and then you'll see the charity widget, and you can donate there. So. Uh, thank you so much. If you do that, I appreciate it. And uh, let's get into today's episode. The first thing, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got. Oh God. Oh, we got what? Thirty-three. Thirty-three. Holy shit! So we have set sixteen thousand five hundred bucks left to raise with thirty days left. Wow. Wait. Twenty-nine is that... days until my fucking race. That's, that's crazy. what that wow. is. <clears throat> yeah. Why? Like that's not until we we leave. That's till the actual race. Twenty-nine days. Yeah. That's insane. Race, I know. Wow. How does that make you feel inside? Nervous. Yeah. Yeah, definitely nervous. That's Are you in insane. good enough shape that you could do it right now if you had to? Yeah, I think I, I could. think you could. But like, I don't know. It's a certain. It's a certain sort of fear where yeah, I know it's going to hurt more than anything I've ever done. I think. Um, like, a marathon is one thing because when you train, usually you end up running twenty miles. So twenty six isn't that much more than 20, like the pain threshold. You're not hitting, you know, you're not like going to the, the depths that you've never even traversed before, you know? Whereas with this, it's like, you don't even get close to doing the full race. So I don't even know what the types of exhaustion I'm going to feel or the types of problems I'm going to run into. Because there's everything. It's like diet, stomach. Like that's the biggest thing that I hear from people is like, they're like, oh, I fucked up my nutrition and 
I felt like I was going to vomit for seven hours. And I'm like, I don't even know what that would feel like. How do you like motivate yourself to continue going when you feel like you're going to throw up for seven hours? So that's, I'm kind of scared of that, of these like sort of problems that I've never faced before. We hear a lot about Cody's mentality going into this, but I feel like we're not talking enough about Kelsey. What? what that doesn't sound understandable, really. I'm at? just kind of Where, along for the you're, ride. You're going with him. Um, I am excited for Cody, and I, I don't know. I don't really, I know that he's going to do it and that he's going to do great at it, just like everything else he does. So I'm not like too worried about him, but I'm excited to see how well you do. Are you going to stand That's like sweet. at each leg? Or are you going to see him swim and then see him yeah. ride and then see I'm him? I'm going to try. Ride. I mean, I'm going to be like alone in Australia, like trying to figure <laughs> out. No, you'll be with Fitz. That's true. I'll be with Fitz, so it should be fine. But <laughs> I'm still like, I don't know. I like... <laughs> I'm do you know? Still... Do you know Fitz? No, but she's super excited yeah. to be with Fitz. <laughs> I am, wait, wait, wait! I am wait, 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 super excited wait, wait, wait. to be with Fitz just to clear the air on that. Hold on, one. you said you don't you don't know Fitz? No. Fitzing some of my nuts okay. in your mouth? Oh <laughs> I had to. I'm I actually sorry. saw that one coming. I that stayed on that one. That was damn. Poor Ryan. Know, she's she's a real person. <laughs> she is real. Um, I'm gonna get comments it was, on that one. It was so funny. I went I went for a run with Casey Neistat in New York. And he's done four Ironmans. So I'm asking him for advice and we're talking about it. And uh, and then he was like, oh, what did he say? He was so funny. He was like, training for an Ironman is the most self-indulgent thing you can possibly do. And I was like, that's so true. He's like, you hear all these guys talk about like the sacrifices in their life and all this stuff. And it's like, it's because it's like, there's just, there's purposely sacrificing a lot of stuff in like a selfish way. Mm-hmm. For what reason? You know what I mean? Yeah. I just thought it was a kind of a funny perspective. I was like, that is kind of true. It's like a lot of dudes that just like have enough money to like train all day. And then they're like, oh, I had to sacrifice everything for this. So that's why whenever I read like, like yesterday I was vlogging and I was like, like I was for Cody trains and I was like, ah, I got to go out for three hours today on a Thursday. And then I'm riding my bike and I'm like, wait, I, I'm pretty lucky that I can just do this. All of Absolutely. Slaving away at the office. <laughs> <Yeah>. Seriously. <laughs> oh, he wouldn't be able to do any of it without any of you. So. And you. And me. Yeah. Who sat on the couch for the majority so I, of the day yesterday. I just want to be clear about that. But yes, that's very true. Well, basically, I, I say that to say thank you for appeasing me during this. Aww. And we're only 29 days away from it being over. I know. <laughs> Until he finds the next thing that he's obsessed no, with. No, yeah. I, well, DJing. Now, DJ. No, no, I have DJ. to run it. I have to do an ultra. Oh, because yeah. That's part of the thing is that if oh. we raise $50,000, then I have to run a 50 mile ultra. Yeah. But that's not as intense as training. Of training. Where is that going to be? You don't know yet? Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Not sure. Go back to Australia. No. <laughs> Why not? It's just like we, we like you couldn't have chosen like a further place for us to go. That's true. Babe, isn't this the time to go? I far? totally agree. I told that's why I don't want to complain about it. Okay, I had one little slip up just now. I totally agree. I know we're doing the right thing at the right time. I'm just saying it's far. Imagine how hard it is it's gonna be to go to Australia when we have kids. Yeah, I know. I know. I totally get it. But like, let's just not do it again. Is what you're saying? Like, yeah, let's do I'm just saying. Okay, like, fine. The next one will be in Japan. <laughs> I mean, I want to go to Japan. I know. Yeah, yeah. We have to bring fit so I could learn to get around. And by the way, Australia is the best. I okay. 
sorry, I don't have a problem with Australia. I'm excited <laughs> to go. Like every, I'm feeling excited, obviously. Yeah. It's just far. We have a lot of, we're going to a lot of different places this year that are like kind of like non-negotiables, mm-hmm. like weddings. Yeah, right. And like we had our wedding and our honeymoon. And now it's just like, Let's go to Australia, which is exciting. No, this is a non-negotiable. You know what I've sacrificed <laughs> for this? I just feel like there's more of these other places that are closer. That's all. And I love Australia, and I can't wait to go. That's a good point. The shit I've done for myself and this race, which is for me and me only. I'm and excited. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Is there like one thing you're like super, either of you are super looking forward to outside of the race, but like, I don't know, a, a meal or like a, something you've had. A meal? Is it going to be there? <laughs> he could probably just do an Ironman <laughs> without any training. Yeah. <laughs> True. I don't, um, I'm going to say no, he can't. I'm going to say no, he can't because you've been training so hard for this and that's not fair to you. Oh, wow. I think he would say he can't. That, it, what oh, yeah, no, that was He could do a climbing. Yeah, but like yeah, someone would take it seriously, so I'm putting the hammer down and sticking yeah. up for my husband. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. babe. You're welcome. Yeah. Are you going to go on runs after the Ironman? A few days after, yeah. I don't know. Good Maybe you, if yeah. I feel good enough. No, that's amazing. Um, I thought about getting back into running this morning. Did you? Yes, I did. I saw a video of a girl running and I was like, that used to be me doing the couch to 5K. <laughs> and I kind of got a little nostalgic for it for a second. Did you? So yeah. yeah but because then, you loved it so much when you were doing see, it. So yeah, no. And then I was like, you hated that and you were bad at it. So I just kind of put it to rest pretty quickly. But there I thought about it. There was a couple enjoyable runs that we went on, wasn't there? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get just really frustrated because you're like really like it's really easy and I'm like <laughs> the whole time <laughs> and I want to do better for you. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> I do. I would go on a run with you again, though, is what I want to say. So let's do the Bondi to Kuji one. Okay. Wow. And maybe yeah. you'll be going slower because you're just on the Iron Man. So like, I'll be like, come on, Cody. I'll be like limping. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're pushing your wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deal. I'm down. Okay. Great. It's settled. Damn it. Kelsey, okay. What here. Is, what is your preferred uh, like workout? Do you like biking? Do you like Pilates? Mm. Work it like lifting. I like, I like Pilates. Okay. A lot. Yeah. So um, that's that's what I'm doing after this. Why I, I made everybody move the podcast up an hour so I could go to Pilates because it's my time. <laughs> it's a sacred time. So, we don't to cut into that. You know what you my... fucking sacrifice <laughs> <laughs> for that Pilates class? <laughs> Everything. It's my special time. Yeah, I had yeah. to do it. Are you going? To yeah. To... No, I'm going to on Zoom. Oh, okay. Um, do you reformer? Do you do the- I do a reformer like in when I go to the actual studio, but here I just do like a mat class. Okay, can I tell you this story? Totally. So yesterday I'm on Twitter, and I get the I see this tweet. I'm scrolling, you know, and I see this tweet. It says mobile games company Scopely to be acquired by Saudi-backed Savvy Games Group for four point nine billion dollars. $4.9 billion. I'm like, damn, that's a lot for a games company. And then I'm like, wait, I recognize that name. And I searched my email for Scopely. Oh, no. 
and I pull up this email from 2012. Oh, no. <laughs> 11 years no. ago? No. <laughs> 11 years ago. Uh, there's this, and this guy, one of the lead guys at Scopely back then, had sent me an email that said, Cody, great chatting with you. Really impressed by the app you've built. And I know you have a bright future ahead. Would love to, ex to the ex explore the possibility of you working with us as a lead game designer slash head of our product team. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's a great okay. offer. Why didn't you do that? Okay, so I so I'm reading this because I don't remember what happened. So I'm reading this email chain, and like he flew me to L.A. because I was, I think at this point I had just just graduated college and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. But this is when I'd cap that was like popping off. Okay. So the company I ended up working for flew me to SF, and then I think from there this guy flew me to L.A. And I met with him and we talked. Do you remember the meeting? Yeah, do you remember I it? I don't remember the meeting. That's insane of you to not I, remember I, the meeting. I vaguely remember it. Okay. okay. And then, then I send this email. And I'm like, I wonder what happened next. I send, click another thread and this me. Now don't make fun of me for, for this. For oh, I'm going to find it <laughs> real hard oh, not to. Is this this is such a safe space, Cody. No one <laughs> will make fun of you. It's not a safe space. <laughs> This is a safe space. YouTube is not a safe space. No. Oh, yeah, no. God, no. But we'll be so sweet and supportive. Well, this maybe. is 11 years ago. You're how old? 21. Okay. Aw. We don't know how to write emails at 21. I, mean, I didn't true. know shit at 21. No, I, I literally did not. I didn't know anything about like. And also keep in mind, this is from. I'm like coming from Canada. I don't know. Sh the only thing I know about companies in Silicon Valley is what I've seen like on TV or with like st watching Steve Jobs keynotes. That's it. What did you say? What did you say? <clears throat> Hi, names. Lunch today was awesome and I was very keen on coming to visit LA tonight to spend some time with the team. Oh, okay. So I had lunch with him in SF and then he was going to fly me down, I think. But after a long talk with my parents, <laughs> oh no, I think I realized that the Bay Area is the right place for me at this point in my life. <laughs> Really sweet. To be frank, I think I have a substantial amount of learning to do before I would be considered valuable at a company like yours. Oh. Fucking idiot! <laughs> I have a great opportunity here that will provide me with experiences and knowledge that I will carry with me throughout the rest of my career. <laughs> Again, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me today. I hope that we can keep in contact and that I can touch base when I eventually visit LA. Good luck with Scopely. <laughs> I'm sure with an amazing team like yours that... You will see many good things in the future. Yeah. Give my best regards. Things. What? 4.9 billion good things. Yes, yeah. seriously. Wow. Could have could have been a pretty great future for me too. <laughs> wow. So that's the thing is I would like, you know, I don't think I was actually even remotely qualified. I, that's yeah, why I remember. Yeah, but they offered thinking, you the job. I you could have burned the boats. This is what Matt Higgins talks about in his book, Cody. No, I know. I know. Wait, what? Feeling what is, like an imposter. I'm right? reading a book right now, and I talk about it to Cody every day because I'm trying to get him to read Wait, it. Wait, can we talk about this in a second? Because this is we should get into that. No, but this is exactly what he's saying. Anyway, sorry, I don't mean to Matt Higgins all over your podcast, but <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> there's Higgins all over the desk. <laughs> Took a big old Higgins. Is that a verb? Is that a verb now? <laughs> Stop, I'm, I'm turning like the Higgins. same color as my sweatshirt. Okay. Um, Keep going. That's crazy. So that so that's the story. I could have been the lead product guy, which eventually would this, have, which eventually I would have made a billion fucking dollars. Yeah, you probably. would have been chief product officer. I would be a billionaire right now. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. 
But you know what? Fuck. You would have like ah. Cripe. Yeah. <laughs> but I picture you at 21 walking into the boardroom like, all right, guys, I showed the pitch to my parents. They're really liking what we're doing. <laughs> it's pretty crazy that you said that. I my parents. They love it. <laughs> Let's get the beta rolling. Yeah. <laughs> what games does Scopely make that uh Oh, fuck. They, they made... Yeah, yeah, pull it up. valuation. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. I think Are they like candy crush. Uh, ever heard of words with friends? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding. Stumble, yes, guys. stumble guys. Oh, they're behind uh, Stumble guys. Yahtzee with buddies. So it's not words with friends, but it is Yahtzee. It's Yahtzee with, with buds. <laughs> That's a big IP. Star Trek. Yeah. Dude, Fleet Command. Marvel Strike Force. Wow. Whoa. No idea what that is, but Scrabble Go. Okay. That's pretty much words with friends. Yeah. Bingo Bash. Oh, Bingo Bash. Bingo Bash sounds fun. Classic. GSN. I wonder what the average age of the demographic that plays Bingo Bash is. Like my grandma would have played that for sure. <laughs> yeah. These it's are the games we see on TikTok when people are talking and they split the screen in 50-50 and you yeah. see those like, this, oh these are those games. Oh my God. Yeah, I, someone's yeah. going crazy at Bingo Bash. I into those. <laughs> Stumble guys. Stumble those get me every TikTok. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane how much money like in-app purchases games make. I used to do advertising in Clash of Clans. Uh, I heard through the grapevine makes like a million dollars a day. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, sure. Which is mind-boggling. Yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, and you got a bunch of IP. You've got a bunch of games going. They're probably just making hand over fist money in app purchases. It's crazy. Yeah. Bummer. Bummer. But not you. <laughs> not me. Not you. Unfortunately, I've done your Iron Man in Saudi Arabia. Like, there's <laughs> yeah, so yeah, many yeah. other possibilities. Here. It's so true. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, that's okay, 2020. You know, it's yeah. kind of funny that I was like. SF is the right place for me, and now I'm in LA. Yeah. <laughs> like, and one time home, I said, like, "Should we move to San Francisco?" And he was like, "Absolutely not. No, I never, <laughs> I never want to go back there." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Just wanted to clear, make sure." Damn it! Well, yeah. you should write. You should just respond to that email, that same thread, and just be like, "Yo, yo, congrats! <laughs> is this is this role still open? <laughs> yeah. Super keen on it." <laughs> Talk to my parents. They said I should email you again. Super keen on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? Talk to my parents. Yeah. Yeah. God, yeah. that's so crazy that you said that. I cannot imagine you being like, I just conferred with my parents. Well, now okay. So like I, again, I said like I sent that to my friends too, and they were roasting me on that, and I was like, but I, I, again, I was like, I had no other. So like support system. I had no network. Sure. I guess it just like now I feel like you wouldn't even mention who you talked to about the situation. Yeah, it would just be like you I would thought just about give it for an a while. answer. Yeah. I've given it a serious think. <laughs> yeah. I would say. Mm. You know? <laughs> talked it over with my fraternity bros. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, I I brought this up a chapter and <laughs> Okay, so 
Yeah, so we have a new obsession in the household, and that's... Okay, it's not an obsession. <laughs> Matt Higgins. It's a movement. <laughs> it's a Matt Higgins life. is a... Is he a guest judge on Shark Tank? Yeah. He's an investor. Oh, that guy. Entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah he rules, and he came and on he Circle came Time. And he came on Kelsey's podcast. Mm-hmm. No way. And Kelsey, I did see a clip <clears throat> of that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't he own a sports team in New York? Yeah, he will. Uh, he does something with the Jets, I believe. Okay. Sorry, I can't read that from here, so you're going to have to tell me. Uh, well, he has a very. Do you want me to line. read his Wikipedia? Yeah, would you start but from the he top, owns, please? He owns the Miami Dolphins. That's what it is. No, oh, he cool. he was a co-owner. He, I don't know that he does still do that. Okay, high-level executive with the Jets, owner of the Dolphins. So he, came maybe on he does. Who the hell knows what that guy is up to these days? <laughs> He's literally the best. It's all I hear about. He is the best. He came on my podcast and he was so inspirational and so nice and easy to talk to. And I'm reading his book because that's what he was talking about on the podcast. And so I really wanted to like actually read the whole thing. And it's been amazing. And now him and I are friends. And he sent Cody and I banana pudding. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was really good. Uh, yeah, Cody ate the whole, did both tubs. <laughs> both tubs. Tubs. <laughs> yeah. Tubs? Yeah, yeah. It banana wasn't a container. Pudding? It was a tub. Oh my two tubs. Two Cody tubs. ate the two tubs. Wow. And I'm like his biggest fan himself. now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, dude, that's going to make you feel like you're going to throw up for seven hours. That's true. That's <laughs> yeah. probably so, not okay, the Iron Nick's Man. Nick's the banana pudding yeah. on the Iron Man day. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe just one tub. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Cruising on the bike like <laughs> fucking. <laughs> you throw it over your shoulder. <laughs> tub, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what's, what's the so, new book? The name of the book is Burn the Boats, and, and I highly recommend it to everyone. It's I think it's all about uh, feeling like an imposter and how that's a good thing. It's all about how you shouldn't have like you shouldn't have a plan B. Like if you if you have a plan B, then you're always going to like result to that and just like tossing that aside and like really going for exactly what you want. I disagree with that. I think, but I I, I think do- you should read the book before you disagree with that. Oh yeah, okay, true. But I'm saying, like, at a high level, I think that doesn't really ever. I'm usually the opposite. It's like, if well, I, I think we should get Matt Higgins on this podcast, should we call him? Great. I want you great. to talk to him. So I would love yeah. to. I would love to. But I think one of the things that I like that you that you brought up about his book is that the imposter syndrome thing, or maybe it was a clip on your podcast. Yeah. He's like, you. I think people talk about imposter syndrome like it's a bad thing, but it's a really good thing. That just means you're in a position where you're challenging yourself. You should always be scared. Yeah. <clears throat> I felt point. that every day since working with you. Do you? Oh yeah. Really? I feel right now, talking in this chair. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? I don't know. Let I him, always just feel like I always just feel like uh, when it, when you hired me, I was like, oh fuck. Well now, Cody's gonna find out I'm a fraud. I don't know. There's always I totally, that totally that's good. I get felt it. like that. Yeah. I totally get that. Everything yeah. I've ever done, I felt like that. Zach yeah. and I talk about that all the time. It doesn't go away. It doesn't. No. It and shouldn't. That's a good thing. Yeah. It shouldn't go away. Yeah. I mean you. It's not bad to feel confident and feel like you know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. But you should always be biting off a little, like a little bit more than you can chew. Yeah. yeah. And um, like in my very first job, first of all, if I had taken that job, I actually would have been nowhere near qualified. <laughs> like I didn't know. Coding. I had just learned how to code for <laughs> iPhones. I would, And I was 21. Well, like what would I do? Be Like I would have crashed and burned leading a team. Sometimes you can bite off way more than you can chew sure. yeah. or can't, you know? Sometimes it's just like not possible. But like in my very first job, I did feel like every day I showed up, I was showing up and I'm like, I'm a fucking fraud. They're going to they're going to realize it any second and they're going to fire me. Yeah. 
And then when I left the company, this is not me flexing or anything like that, but the CEO, I, I felt like that until the day I left. And the day I left, the CEO was like, you're one of the best people I've ever hired. And I was like, holy fuck, that's an incredibly nice thing to say. Because I just didn't feel like that. I, yeah, exactly. Yes. That, that's, that's that says more about you than it does about yeah, me. Exactly. You suck at hiring. <laughs> but Matt Higgins in the book yesterday, the part that I was reading, was saying that like sometimes going with the safer, like not just doing what you, not like taking control of your future and doing like you being the person you being your own trailblazer Mm -hmm. and you like taking the safe bet and like working for someone else is actually the 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 less safe thing you could do because your future always is in the hands of someone else and not yourself yeah totally i agree with that so but i do think that there's a there's something to be said about taking calculated risks I think that's really important because I think a lot of people, they're like, they take this message literally and it's like, it's like, don't have a plan B, right. go for your dreams no matter what. Sure. And they quit their job when they're 21 and they're like, I'm just going to do music and they go broke and everything goes wrong but, for them. But it's like, yeah, but you can, you can really bust your ass and make sure that you're like making money on the side at the same time. Yeah. I don't think Matt Higgins is saying to just... He's he's talks about it in the good way. Yeah, you should talk to him. Can we get Matt Higgins on the pod? Yeah, love that. Yeah, thanks. Or any this is my pod now, and we're getting Matt Higgins. No, no, but he. I'm gonna text you and ask you to text. Matt Okay, I will. Does does he have a name for his stands? You know. Yeah. Well, he he said he said since I call the circlers circlers, now he's calling the people who read his books the. The boat burners. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that sweet? That's really good. I know. So people are DMing him. Like he was on the podcast and he was like, if anyone can't afford the book, like just DM me and I'll send it to you. And so her fans have been like DMing him and he just sends the book to them. Yes. Like, really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. King. What's up, Mac Higgins? He's yeah. the best. I'd love to get him or just any arsonist. I'd love to pick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think that'd be fantastic. That would get clicks. <laughs> So, oh, that's what this is about. Yeah. Yeah. Literally yeah. burning, burning boats. boats. Yeah. Nautical arson, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. nautical boats. arson. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, the, the, the menace of the pier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, if there's a uh, menace of the Venice Pier, we'd love to have you on too. <laughs> menace of the Venice Pier. <laughs> that sounds scary. <laughs> I don't want them on. Oh, yeah, there are yeah, a lot of menaces at the yeah, Venice Pier. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> It'd be pretty easy to find that. <laughs> it's the guy from Jaws. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Cody's going to read it next. You should read it. I have two copies, so you should read it. Okay, cool. If you can't afford it, just... Yeah, ask yeah, Matt yeah, Higgins. Yeah. But I'll DM you, and you can sign it and give it to me. Just read the book, okay? okay? All right. Thank you. I I do. I love books like that. I know, and I know you would like this. Uh, you went to Vegas recently? Yeah. I did. Yeah, we can talk about it. Yeah. What'd you think? It was awesome. <clears throat> it was so fun. Cody crushed it. Yeah. DJ of the year. Whoa. Of the year? Mm-hmm. You're DJ of the year? Mm-hmm. Apparently. You should be. Thank you guys so much. Be- what is it? What's it, the Grammys new artist? Best new artist? Best new artist. <laughs> Cody Co. Best new DJ is going to be Cody. I have a feeling this year. So I'm really excited for you. Thank you. It was fun. He crushed it. He really did. He did a great job. And it was like just so fun. So, yeah. Uh, I have a question. I want to know. 
I saw this clip right here, and I, I love chicken fingers. I'm a chicky fingy guy. How good were those encore chicken fingers? They were incredible. Yeah, were they? I actually I didn't have one of those. They you actually have a little were schmutz incredible. on your face. D Dylan asked me like right before I went on. He was like, "Do you want anything? Any food?" And I thought he was joking. I was like, "Chicken fingers." And he's like, "Okay." And then literally like five minutes later, he approaches me with this thing. And this is like second song in, so like I haven't really. I'm still like shaking, you know. Like I haven't gotten my bearings yet. And he Did he like looks at me with chicken fingers, and I'm like, "Ha, huh, okay, go away, please." I'm like, I need to focus. And then he just stands there with the plate and the thing, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." And then so I dipped, right? Take a bite. Got yeah. a bunch of ranch on my chin. You do. Way. You have a lot of schmutz on your yeah, face. Yeah. I said, yeah. And then I go in for the the double dip because that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> so people <laughs> roasting me in the comments for double dipping. I saw somewhere Dylan <laughs> annihilating post, me. Dylan commented, "Only Cody's allowed to double dip." Yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's right true. But someone was like, "It's a really dick move because it's like an entire plate left. You had the first one, yeah. and you double dip in the sauce. Is that now, like no one's no one's gonna want to use that sauce. Is plus that a you dick move? Half, plus like, you put the half-eaten chicken finger back on the plate. That's so insane of people, though. <laughs> It is kind of a dick move. If I saw that, I'd be like, oh. I'm with Kelsey. I would probably be like, okay, Cody, this person that everybody here knows just double dipped. Like, yeah, but then they're going to catch the fever that I have. <laughs> That's not funny. That part. I still have. He doesn't have a fever. No, but this cough. is definitely why I'm sick. Because the Cause chicken finger? No, because of Las Vegas. <laughs> well, maybe. Oh, I was really there. Good. You were there. You're not sick. It's true. Yeah. How long was the set? Uh, 45, 45 minutes. minutes. It was wow. amazing. It really was. I could have kept going, so though. Fun. I was feeling it. I yeah. was having a blast. Damn. And, like, yeah. all of our friends were there because everybody was just so excited to see Cody DJ in Vegas. And it was, like, just the absolute best time. It was, it was really cool. Like, it was kind of like a... I've been going to Vegas for, you know, I don't know. Like, I go with my friends probably once a year. And so this was kind of like a, it's been a dream, which has been like a weird pipe dream for like yeah. 10 years now. You know, like the very first year we like met up outside of college and came to Vegas and we stood in line to get into this club for like two hours. Yeah. And then, you know, fast forward, a, you know, a few years, some of us have some money. So we like, you know, we fork, we all pitch in for a table and pay way too much. And we're like, fuck, but at least we're here. And then... I fast forward to now where like I get to actually DJ the, the party. It's pretty cool. You look insanely skinny in that photo. Yeah, you do. You skinny really? ledge. Yeah, like, wow. what the fuck? So, and so do I. I'm just kidding. You, do. <laughs> you both look insanely skinny. That, that was photo. a little bit of a joke there. But no, Cody, you do look really like, yeah. You look like you've been training for an Iron Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We are getting a lot of comments like, Cody's looking real fine these days. Oh, More okay. than usual. Thank you. Yeah. Who the fuck is commenting yeah. that? Thank you. <laughs> you just you just spent twenty minutes talking about another man. Matt Higgins. <laughs> what the fuck? He's the best. Oh my god, he gives us banana pudding all the time. Shut the fuck up. You ate him. all the banana pudding. Yeah, oh. I didn't even I didn't even get a bite I have of the two banana copies of two his copies book. Of I love it so book. much. You can have one. Read it. You know what? Bring him on. Whatever. The <laughs> Sorry, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> but the people are right. Co cover your mouth. People Seriously. say I've been looking good. <laughs> <laughs> But he, you it's do awesome. look good. People should say that you look good. Yeah. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders 
With ShipStation, they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mm, hey, did thanks. you feel that imposter syndrome thinking back to waiting in line for two hours and then being up there handshaking on set? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I also like don't really deserve to be up there. <laughs> well, Not well, really. Okay. It's I like see, I see what you mean. But people bust their ass. Okay, but okay. People I know, but people bust their ass to like make it in music of any sort so like it did feel like a little bit like i skipped a couple steps of being up there but at the same time it's like i'm also like well i busted my ass for 10 years doing content and making a name for myself um but i've also been making music for a long time too so i don't feel like a total fraud i've also been djing for like you know i did dj in college um he did king um I did feel like a little bit of a fraud, like a little bit of an imposter. And also I'm like, oh, I'm not good enough. But it was really fun. And it's like such a, dude, it's like such, it's not an, okay. It's not like easy, easy, right? But you have a huge leg up because music is so awesome. Like someone put in hours and hours and hours and hours of work on this thing that you're just playing out for people to hear. So you have that advantage, like there's a part in in Shane Gillis's like special where he's like there's some music playing in the background he's like man that crushes what I do. He's like some he's like I want to be over there right now. And it's just it's just funny because it's like it's like you it's just you have such a leg up, you know? So it's not as hard because you're just playing something that's already good. Yeah. People vibe with it though. And is it going to become like a thing, do you think? You're going to be doing these sets and Vegas. I mean, I'm, they're, I, I don't know. I don't know how much I can say, but. Um, so, yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We need to know on our end for scheduling purposes. Yep. <laughs> we we're just kind of getting a feel for that right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Live on air yeah. scheduling if we yeah. can. <laughs> <laughs> pull up the calendar and yeah. like, really get into it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at June dates. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's the story. It was great. It was a lot of fun. And we were just there. We flew in because we went to Bruce Springsteen in New York Mm -hmm. on Saturday night. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday morning, our flight was at like 7 a.m. from New York to Vegas. Flew in and then went basically straight to the hotel and DJed. But the Bruce Springsteen concert was the best show I've ever seen. It was incredible. You guys ever seen him? No, but no. Neil talks nonstop about how it's the best. I saw him there. You did. You saw him. So weird. You did, like cross paths or what? Yeah, yeah like we, we were like, literally sitting like him. five rows from each other. Oh, that's crazy. wow. Yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> and Phil too. Oh wow. Yeah. Damn. Um. Yeah, yeah I. Philip McCrevice. Ooh. 
Okay. okay. Anyway. Um, Do you want me to look him up? Or? So, <laughs> I, uh, I've seen Bruce Springsteen like six. This was my sixth time, really? I believe. Yeah. So it was like, I already knew it was going to be the best show ever because it really is like he is amazing. He's an amazing performer. He is the best. It's the best. It's such a crazy experience. And I talk about it a lot. And so Cody got me and my whole family tickets for my birthday because I've been going with my family like for so many times. And so it's like special for all of us. And so he took us all, which was sweet. And it was so good. Yeah, it was really good. Wasn't it? People talk about like, oh, he's a legend. Like, how is he so in shape? How can he do it? But I, I was like floored. 73 years old. And... Three hours straight. Three hours. No breaks. That's yeah. No breaks. No breaks. No. He's on stage so the entire time. No stopping to talk. Nothing. He it's one song into the next, it. into the next, into the next, into the next. And, and every, he's singing full blast. Yeah. And everyone, like. Everyone, and everyone else in the band, too. Yeah. Everyone else in the band is. It's just. It's an amazing experience. It really is. Even if you don't know, like, any of his songs or anything, like, it is amazing. And everyone in the crowd is like so stoked to be there and like everyone in the crowd loves every single song so much and yeah. just wants to like dance and scream and sing and it is like it's just the best yeah and uh steve stevie van zan mm-hmm. which is fucking cool to see him in person rocking out after we like recently not recently but finished the sopranos mm-hmm. like last year mm. you know he's like one of the main guys in no, the sopranos like how sick is that that's crazy He's like one of the best characters on Sopranos, the entire series, and he's also the lead guitarist for Bruce. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? For the E Street Band? Yeah, I had no idea. Sill. Sill. Oh my god, that's crazy. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. Like, so he. It's so great. Yeah, was he like touring while he was shooting that show? Yeah, he. So he, he like, he started in the E Street Band, I'm sure, before the Sopranos, yeah. and so yeah, he was like filming and touring and stuff so Bruce would always like introduce him as like the Sopranos guy wow like it was like a joke on stage <laughs> yeah well that's that's, crazy. A, that's a wild career to have yeah I mean it's it, so it's, cool it's obviously like a little bit of luck but like like how do you that's crazy that's insane it's also it's crazy awesome. to think that like the height of Bruce fandom I feel like was early 2000s late 90s ish I maybe and like when I was a kid I remember hearing a lot more about Bruce then but this like the Sopranos were around the same time so he's peaking with both these things yeah like that's just a crazy creator have all at once I remember like going to the show when I was younger and my parents were watching the Sopranos and they would be like he's on the Sopranos he's on the show we watch like and I was like I don't really like get it how cool it was then but it's awesome because he's like also a fan favorite on the show. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah, the show's incredible. And two hours in, two hours in, they all all the bandmates like walk to the front of the stage as if they're gonna like take a bow. And the lights in MSG go on. So it's so bright you can see everyone. And they're like, Thank you, New York. And then they go back to their instruments and just start playing again for another hour. <laughs> it's awesome. And the lights go on and we look over and fucking Paul McCartney is standing right there. Adam Scott, Ben Stiller. I saw uh, Keegan Michael Key. 
Holy shit. It was crazy. People wow. know it's and, good <laughs> and it's Bruce. Paul McCartney was rocking out. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah. Like, most of the time he was kind of just standing there and then I would look over and he'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him go like. Yeah. Like twice. But other than that, he was kind of Ben Stiller was grooving. Yeah. Adam Scott. He didn't look too soaked. Yeah. But maybe he internalizes it. I was like screaming. So maybe we're just different in that sense. Yeah. 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 People were going hard. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's like, it really is like a, it's like a religious experience. Yeah. Experience. It's awesome. Yeah. It really is. I totally so get great. it now. I understand the hype. We're going to go again. Yeah. yeah. In Are December. You? Well, he's coming to LA. So when I got tickets, he hadn't announced any West Coast dates yet. Right. And so I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Gotta buy but also New York would be the best place to see him. It's like the because, coolest place to see him yeah. for sure. Yeah. Plus when we go, we like visit with her family. And so that was like one of those, the, it was a great day, honestly. It was like the, the concert, best day we went, ever. Like I did the run with Casey and then we went for a brunch with her side of the family who in New York who are awesome. Yeah. And we don't get to see that much obviously because they're just, in New York. So. Yeah. And they're so fun. And we just, drank and ate and then we went to a piano bar and did the same thing and then we went straight from there to the show yeah it was a great day it was and then we hopped on the plane and saw all of our best friends in vegas and cody dj'd what a weekend it was the best weekend yeah it was a really good weekend but i have been so exhausted this (laughs) entire week i haven't gotten a single thing done i've just been like a zombie of myself yeah when's the uh eras tour (laughs) That's in August. August. Yeah. August 5th. Yep. Market on the cow. I'm really excited. You pumped for that? Yes, but you have to like. <laughs> Sometimes I'm not like, you know, the, the brightest light in the room. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, and so we were gone our way to see Gracie Abrams at the uh, Fonda. And I was very excited. Very excited. I'm a big Gracie Abrams fan. And like. It was cool. Huh? It was really cool for me. I know. I feel bad about it. And we're sitting in the car and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. But and then I, I was quiet. And then I said, I don't know if I want you to come to Taylor Swift with me. <laughs> because if you're going to be acting, if, if this is what it's going to be like, I, I'm not going to have fun. And I just don't really want to risk that. So maybe you should think about that. Wait, wait. But then, but then we went to. Uh, okay. So then my. My friend, okay, so this is the same week, right? Like this Gracie is the Abrams same was week. Wednesday. <laughs> Bruce was Saturday. I won And then this. my friend played, yeah. we were in New York on Friday. Mm-hmm. And my <laughs> friend is flying into town. He's a house DJ. Oh, God. His name's Nitty. He's like a very, he's like a very well known producer and DJ. Mm-hmm. And he, I was texting him and he's like, oh, I'm going to New York right now to do a show tonight. And I was like, dude, I'm there. And he was like, come to the show. And so the, it, it's, it's his, the, their DJ name is, um, Side piece. Side piece, yeah. which I actually knew when you when I I didn't know the name Nitty, but I did know side piece. Okay, and go. so we pull up to this rave in Brooklyn, like next to like nothing. It's like in a warehouse sort of like venue, and and she was like, I can't believe I'm here. Maybe for a second I was like, this is not what I want to do, but then I I instantly had fun. Yeah, it oh. was it was a good time. It was a good time. But it was like I haven't been to something like that since. It was intense. Like to, be, to, go, to go to like a real rave like that. I've I never been to. I've never done something like that in my life. Four. I was wearing a denim maxi skirt. <laughs> <laughs> I could not have been more out of place. I had yeah. like two ribbons in my hair, and I was like, 
And she was she was like she was pissed. And we walk into the green room and I'm like, Oh, what's up? No, this was bad. Hold on. And then yeah, yeah. And then like one of the security guys is like, Oh, are you guys here for the meet and greet? And Kelsey was like, He just asked me if I'm here for the meet and greet. He's like, Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. Like this like he literally was like, Hey, what's up? I'm blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hi. And he's like, wait, you guys aren't here for the meet and greet? And we were like, no. And he just like walked away. And then he looked at Cody. He's like, I know you're not here for the meet and greet. And I was like, I'm his fucking wife. You think I, you think me. I'm not a fan. I don't even want to fucking be here. In my long sleeve shirt and denim maxi skirt are here for the fucking meet and greet. <laughs> I am like, here against my will. I, I was like, no, that's not us. Sorry. It's me and my poor cousins who I dragged here are not part of the meet and greet. But then we all had so much fun. And yeah, I said to Cody, I said, you you were right. This was really fun. I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I said that to you about Gracie. Yeah, just now in the podcast. You can say that. <laughs> that's true. She is very talented. I know. She's you know amazing. JJ Abrams' daughter. Oh, no shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. But she is so incredibly talented. Yeah. So talented. Her set was. Well, amazing. geniuses breed geniuses. I guess that's true. Yeah. Izzy She's has a genius. Funny story about Gracie Abrams. I don't think she'd mind me telling it. She used to work for a record label, and she told the head of the label, like, hey, you should check out this girl, Gracie Abrams. Uh, she's really, really good. And he was like, no. Nah. And he like pushed her aside. And Wait, then, Gracie said that? No, no, no. Izzy said this oh, okay. to uh, the head of the label. And then like a year later, the head of the label signs Gracie Abrams. Really? really? Oh my God, that would piss me off. She's so mad. She like harbors resentment. Against yeah, I would like, too. Yeah. That's crazy. No, but she, Gracie Abrams really like phenomenal, phenomenal show. Yeah. Honestly, so much talent. Yeah. Same with side piece. Side, they were good. It's true. They were good. They play. They play a great set. And honestly, I play some of their music when I DJ. So like, it was, they're they're my favorite tech house band. It so. was really really fun. Like I was I was pleasantly surprised when I was. Yeah, they have some great playing. songs. I can't yeah. believe the week you guys had. It was. I know. It yeah. was. That's why I'm sick. That is that's, crazy. Yeah. It was a big week, truly. Yeah. And this week has been pretty, like mellow. Mm-hmm. Which has been nice. But you do need to like. I think relax your body a little. Yeah, bit. I know. I was gonna swim today, but I'm not gonna, because, yeah. But anyways, um, congrats on hitting a million subs, by the way. Yeah. Oh, congratulations, Kelsey. Thanks. That's fucking. Wow. Sick. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate that. So cool. Thank you. How's it Very feel? excited. It feels great. I, I um, never thought that I would hit a million subscribers. So, a long time ago, someone asked me what my like how many subscribers I would just love to hit one day. Like what's your dream number? And I said 500,000 because I really thought that that was the highest I would ever go. Nice. So I'm happy to hit a million. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Thanks. Congratulations. Thank you. Where are you going to put the plaque? Yeah. Oh yeah. You get the thing. I know. I'm excited. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know where the, where should we make a plaque wall? That would be so <laughs> oh, embarrassing, Cody. That would not be sick. Oh no, that, is that no. not cool? Okay, that would be. Okay, never mind, never mind. The most embarrassing oh, thing we suck. could do. Yeah, yeah. I always think it's yeah. funny when you go over to a YouTuber's house and it's the only thing they have on their walls yeah. is like four plaques, and you're like, this maybe some art or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't something think. Else? I don't, I don't mind it, but something else. You <laughs> These know? are. I don't think we're gonna plaques. hang the plaques. <laughs> I think we'll probably like, maybe like, put them somewhere. Well, I have mine in the in the bathroom. Yeah, there's one in the bathroom here. 
That's yeah. beautiful. Which is kind of nice. Yeah. Because it's, it's amongst the wall of all like other shit that I just like had lying around. Like okay. a bunch of art that I've gotten from people and stuff. And then the Cody Trains one is sitting right there. Yeah. Tiny Meat Gang one's on the set. You're just going to be on your circle time set. I think mine is, well, my 100K <coughs> one is, I think, in, it's like a lo- amongst like the books and stuff in my office. So I'll probably just put the million one next to it and call it a day. Yeah. Damn, we're plaqued up. Plaqued Seriously, up. call the dentist. the dentist. Oh, she got you. Oh, Kelsey got Whoa, him. Oh, that was crazy. Kelsey got that one. The slow mo replay. That will show was Kelsey crazy. That. Yeah. Cody yeah. and I have Kelsey been. Had that for sure. Yeah. yeah. We've been stutter. doing that a lot lately, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, like someone. someone... Will... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> do that. You know that gets me every time. Do not do that. That makes me laugh too much every time. <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm not. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. No, but we go to like restaurants and stuff, and the res <laughs> the waiter will be like, "Do you guys want anything else?" And we at the same time both go, "No, we're good, thanks." <laughs> like like literally like this verbatim, same <laughs> we say the same shit. Or like, mm, think that's enough, actually. Thank you. <laughs> like the same, like every single thing we do is the exact same, and it's so embarrassing. <laughs> One more tub of bread pudding, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite entrepreneur? Matt Higgins. It's true, though. He is. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of crazy how m- many things we say the same thing. I know. It's it's embarrassing. That's really endearing. That's sweet. Is that it's- something that's kind of developed as you've your your relationship has grown yeah, for sure yeah yeah and it used to be something that we would like we do it and then we kind of like look at each other and laugh and now cody like won't look at me after it happens. yes i will no like i'll be like we'll be like we're good thanks and then i'll be like and you're like <laughs> <laughs> seriously Kelsey, grow up <laughs> every time it does happen like pretty much every time <laughs> i think that's it thanks like a lot of those yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's okay yeah I think it's sweet. It is cute. It is. We've been married for two two months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So d- who knows? It's the cat's birthday. Oh yeah, it's our cat's birthdays today. Oh, uh, three, two. They're two? one. 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 Yeah. We think today is we their birthday. We think today is their birthday. We just kind of made it their birthday because we had we started fostering them in May, end of May, and they were like seven weeks. So we just went back in the calendar and decided it was today. But she just guessed seven weeks. Yeah, but then, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so today, today we we've chosen. They're a year old, one year with ham and brisket. Oh wow! Yeah, well, no, not actually. I guess not actually. What? Like we haven't had them for a year, right. but been they've been alive. alive. They've been alive for a year, and they were found in like a bush outside of a house. And their mom walked like walked up to like the back door of the bush and brought all the cats to like the back door of the house to try to get like the people to 
see them. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's how they were found. And then they, that's how Aww. they were rescued. I know. Where are their siblings? They're in other houses. Oh. Their mom's name is Raven. Mm. And someone just adopted her not that long ago. Oh. She's black cat. Mm. I know. I wonder what their dad looks like. Probably gray or something. Maybe. Because they're kind of a mix of those two. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, those kids keep us young. They do. (laughs) (laughs) They're sweet. They're actually insane. I love them. Are they still scratching at your door early in the morning? They've gotten a little bit better. Yeah. Um... They've definitely gotten better yeah. and calmer and calmer with food and stuff too, which has been nice. But You don't have to like spray them off the counter anymore? We Not don't really. use the water anymore. Yeah, okay. apparently it doesn't work. Really? People, I mean, it works. Like it's very effective right away, but okay. it doesn't do anything for like long-term behavioral changes. Mm-hmm. And apparently- Like all it does, it kind of damages your, your relationship with them because then they just see you as something scary. Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to uh-huh. say. But, uh-huh. And it encourages, to, it encourages them to just do it when you're not around. Yeah. So it's not like they're learning, oh, the counter's a bad place. It's more like, okay, when he's not, when he doesn't have the spray bottle, I can go up. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't really do anything. But they've, like, we changed their, like, feeding schedule and stuff. So they've gotten better. They're not as bad. Yeah. And we have them on, like, automatic feeders now and stuff like that. So, like, we're not the ones feeding them. So they're not, like, associating us with food either. Yeah. It was getting pretty violent there in the kitchen. <laughs> like, every time we would, like, Anytime take out. Take out a utensil. Like, and they'd be like, hang like, it, like it, it on the was, counter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty, like, I watched one of them. Like, my friend was, like, sitting on the couch eating a bagel. And Brisket just jumped up and grabbed the bagel out of her hands and, like, ran away with it. And she was, like, horrified. Yeah, They're, like, a, scavengers. Did you tell that yeah. story about your housekeeper, how she had the tuna sandwich? And you all were, like... We were, like, chasing Brisket around the house trying to get 80 sandwich back. Oh, yeah. It was so... I felt so bad. Like she, she was like, "He has my sandwich." Like we were like running. He like had an entire sandwich, oil wrapped sandwich, and he's like, "Mm." you know, he gets. When he has something in his mouth, he's like, 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 you know, like like pets get like satanic when like there's when dogs are eating, right? They go into some other mode where it's like if you try to fuck with them, it's like they're not. You, they don't love you at that moment. Yeah. You're nothing to them. You're <laughs> oh something that's getting in the way. That's yes. it. Cats, same thing. Well, he and he just he just like makes this noise and it's just and so like Adi and I are like running around the house like trying to trap him and like grab the sandwich and he finally we got it but it wasn't pretty. Yeah, it's scary. She, yeah, she got a new sandwich, right? Yeah, well... No, she just was hungry that day. She, <laughs> she, she took one for the team. Yeah. There was like... Like, wh- sorry. There was one time where I... Like, Chili... We he, we have, like, paper towels on his food. Because it, like... There's a lot of, like, moisture. It's, like, wet food. And so I... The cat... I was, like, feeding Chili and Brisket went up and there was a paper towel and I grabbed it. And he, like, ripped a good chunk of paper towel off. And it was gone. He had swallowed it within, like maybe two seconds like i went to get it out of his mouth and like the chunk of paper towel was already just swallowed whole he just threw up a fucking full hair elastic yeah oh my god he's kind of wilding out most of the time we got to keep an eye on him but he has this him and chili ate a shared a stick of butter one time (laughs) 
We <laughs> turn a stick of butter. We turn around. We turn both around. Like, they're, they're both, both like, <laughs> <laughs> like. We're like, what the fuck are they? They never like. What are they doing? Are they like? They never like chill like that. You know, hanging out. They're like laying butter. next to each other, and the stick of butter <laughs> was like literally had like teeth marks in it. Like it was kind of hilarious because it was so absurd. And then they were both. Chili threw up once, and I think Chili, Brisket had like no, no, diarrhea. Chili was like very affected by it. He's like, <laughs> you can tell it's fucking him up. Yeah, but after- throws, he never really throws up, and he was throwing up. His poops were like pretty soft. Oh, and Brisket, Brisket was nope. like nothing. He's like, I could eat another one. I think he had diarrhea. What? I think he had diarrhea. No, I like to think he didn't. Uh, we we like knew Chili was gonna throw up. Yeah. We like Chili knew such a little petite like so little. We were like, like oh oh. We were trying to get ahead of it, and so I was like, will you bring like the paper towels and like the spray up to the room so that when he throws up, like we don't have to go downstairs. Because he's like, sure. So. As we guessed, Chili starts throwing up in the middle of the night, and I like, you know, get up to, you have that moment to get him. Like, yeah, and so I get up to get him to try to move him off the carpet so he doesn't throw up on the carpet. He throws up on the hardwood floor, and I'm like, okay, at least we have our paper towels. Cody brought two paper towels upstairs. <laughs> two. Cody, you like, cleaned throw up from Chili like, before. He brought it the wor- spray it works. No, I went downstairs and I said, "You got two paper towels," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> Like kind of got out of bed and I was like, Chili threw up. And then I cleaned the whole thing up and Cody goes, wait, did he throw up? And I was like, yeah. I'll sleep. I know. And he can't see anything when the, when he doesn't have his glasses on. Yeah, I, I could, I'd be out there trying to, you know, totally. touching it. Ugh. Yeah. Good but excuse. Yeah. So then we had, I needed to get a full roll, but I thought it was, we tried so hard to get ahead of it and still. Meanwhile, Brisket's like. Chilling. <laughs> you guys no. lying in the butter? middle of the floor, like when, fucking. Yeah. When he was, when he finished, like when we got it from them. Remember, he was like laying on the carpet, kind of like. He always what does. What the that. fuck did I just do? No, <laughs> he was thinking about it for a second. My man is hefty. Yeah, <laughs> he is hefty. He is. He does this new thing where he'll just like walk, like as you're walking on the stairs, he'll walk in front of the last, the last one, and just lie down. Like right where you'd step, like right in the middle of his stomach. If you were just like, if he wasn't there and you just kept going in the same path, you would land right in the middle of his stomach. Yeah. It's like the most like anti instinct evolution thing I've ever seen. He's a little, like his animal's like trying slow. to die. <laughs> what are you doing? He's a little bit slow. Have you stepped on him? Almost yeah. many times. Yeah. He's easy to step on because he just like cats are different. Like dogs, dogs will like get out of the way, but cats like walk purposefully like into you. So you're just kind of like dodging them. All the yeah. Time. Yeah. Well, that's it for pet logistics hour. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us for today's episode. Um, Thanks for listening. Thank you, Kelsey, for being here. Thanks for having me. Anything else? I love you. Love you too. Oh. And I love all of you as well. Love so you too. thanks for being here. Yeah. And I will go to whatever concert you want to go to. And, and, and I, I will, will be fun. Thank you, Except Ryan. for Taylor Swift twice. I, there I already knew that. I never asked for it twice. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Bye. Click like Bye. if you like this episode. Yeah, click like. On YouTube. Yes, please. And if you're on Spotify, leave us a review, please and thank you. Or if you're on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Five stars, please. Yeah, yeah. leave a good review. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's it. Thanks. Bye. Bye.